Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams and for 30 years. They've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. we got the A-team, Horowitz and Graceffo, producing this show. We have about 50 minutes left together. Coronavirus, the impact on sports. Just listen to John Fast. You hear the update, or you just heard the update. Christian Wood, another NBA player who, for the Detroit Pistons, took on the Utah Jazz a week ago in Detroit. Donovan Mitchell, Gobert, Rudy Gobert from Utah. They both have confirmed cases of COVID-19 and the coronavirus. Now Christian Wood. NFL, according to Hub Arkish from Pro Football Weekly. I think if I heard John right, they're going to move it out of Vegas and take it to another location at an undetermined date. Did I hear that right, Graceffo? Yeah, so my my guess is they'll probably do the draft without their fans. And they can do that draft into June and free agency set to start this week. I think everybody in the sports business were like, hey, man, well, at least we'll have something to talk about. No, NFL doesn't want. Brady is the biggest story in NFL free agency history. They don't want coronavirus impact on sports. More importantly, the health and welfare of America and all mankind is rightfully front and center right now. They'll wait. They can wait on free agency. They can wait this out. They can adjust their schedule. So off-season workouts, rookie camps, uh, I know some franchise taggings going on right now, and then that would walk it up to free agency. It's going to be different for everybody. Major League Baseball, I heard Jody Mack from CBS Sports Radio talking. I think it was Bob Nightingale, USA Today, baseball insider, that you know he's hearing rumblings of Memorial Day weekend might be the opening day. Play 100 games and have the playoffs. That's fine. NBA, you could go until late April, early May, and you take the top eight in the Eastern Conference, top eight in the Western Conference, and have playoffs. Maybe you have shorter series until the NBA Finals. Maybe just seven-game series for the Conference Finals and The NBA Finals, same thing with the Stanley Cup playoffs. So there is time. I I believe the pros will figure it out. The colleges and these kids in spring sports, and again, young men, 
young women losing that, there is a consensus that they'll get an extra year of eligibility, or at least the seniors will be able to come back for losing a season where you could have had, you know, D1, D2, D3. I like the idea that the seniors on all on all teams that were slated to play in the conference tournaments and the NCAA tournaments that if that senior isn't moving on to the NBA or the private sector and just wants to be done with school, all those seniors should have a chance to come back after what was not taken away from them by force but by necessity that all seniors and you get expanded rosters for next year. Like I said, you can't go by the book and say, well, that's not, they can't do that. And they, it would be unbalanced. I'm sorry. If one team had a lot of seniors and another team didn't, or you have recruits coming in, you just expand rosters. Well, it wouldn't be fair. Well, it's not fair that the tournament was canceled. Conference tournaments in the NCAA tournament. So let's say a Cassius Winston from Michigan State. If his NBA stock wasn't that high and he wanted to come back for another go-around, he could if he wanted to. Role players would have that option if they fit, and the coaches would be honest with them. Other recruits might be coming in to take their scholarship, but knowing there would be an expanded roster... I don't have an issue with that, and it's not going to be fair or balanced. What you need to do to try and make things right, high school, go down the youth leagues, high school, junior colleges, D1, D2, D3, you name it, whatever you need to do to make it right, whenever we get back on that road to normalcy, then do it. No one's going to complain. No no one's going to argue that a senior who had his or her chances in the winter sports championships. This this just isn't a basketball thing. You know, Frozen 4, NCAA Frozen 4 in Detroit wiped out. They all, all those seniors... Young men and women should have an opportunity to be granted an additional year of eligibility. That's it. Cross the board. If you didn't have a senior-laden team, then you know what? Your team will get a chance next year. If you had a senior-laden team, then they're not robbed of the ability to win a conference tournament championship and possibly an NCAA title. Same thing with the spring sports. And I think the NCAA knew that because when they canceled the D1, D2, and D3 men's and women's basketball tournaments, but when they also announced that all winter championships and all spring participation in championships were just eliminated. They knew they were going to grant the extra season. I think most sports leagues have handled this as good as they can. I really do. 
I think the positive, Rudy Gobert, coronavirus, COVID-19 announcement, was really the first shockwave. And then the NBA right away. They had met earlier. They had two options, play without spectators or suspend the season. And once Gobert tested positive, they just went with, we're suspending the season. You know, NFL, a lot of people are on there. Well, NFL needs to do something. No, their draft wasn't until April 23rd. It's not in season. They didn't have to do. They weren't on the clock. I get everybody needs some clicks and hits and a storyline. NHL suspended their season. AHL, G League, minor league baseball. PGA Tour, it kind of, you, you played that first round. Probably wasn't the right thing to do. It's kind of like the Big East, you know, playing a half. I think, was it Creighton? I forget who they were playing. It, it Just the timing. You have a lot of decisions. I get that. This is a fluid situation. So I don't think I blame anybody. I mentioned here in Michigan, the Michigan High School Athletic Association, they've, they've been so spot on on not overreacting and understanding that they want to give their winter sports a chance, even in the April, of playing their championships in all sports for boys and girls. My kids are off school till April 5th. They got like three weeks. And then their spring break was like April 5th to the 12th. So they could end up getting four weeks. There's nothing normal about this. I get people are cleaning out grocery store shelves and hoarding sanitizer and toilet paper and whatever they can find. But man, I've heard medical professionals on this show and on my statewide show in Michigan on 20 stations. They have advised, these are medical professionals, the hysteria should not be part of your daily routine. And on and off air, I've talked because I want to lean on them. I'm not a medical professional. I don't have any clue when we start to talk about, hey, guess what? You know, MLB's back or, you know, NBA playoffs or NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, I don't. So through the medical pros that I privately have talked to, this seems to be the consensus, and I posted this on Facebook on Saturday morning. One, watch the curve on the graphs you check online. When they level off or we see drops in new cases, that is a good sign. Two, Contracting the coronavirus isn't a death sentence. I think that creates a lot of the hysteria. Three, most know by now the elderly need safeguards against the virus more than any other age group. Keep an eye on anyone you know who is older. Four, watch the data on serious critical versus mild cases in America and in other countries. If that 
and the death rate is at zero or dropping, it's the best data available. Five, we need more testing immediately and more virus data reported by media outlets. The American public needs to have a media balance with reporting on the virus about countries, when the numbers are slowing down and where, and what that area did to get to that point. This would slow the panic state in America and calm people down knowing there's light at the end of the tunnel with this virus. If precautions are put in place early, things will turn around quicker. Six, not only wash your hands, but wash, wipe the interior of your vehicle, the place you live in, phones, tablets, remote devices, any touch screens, your bedding, knobs, handles, and everything you touch. It's just good for the threat of any virus to sanitize everything you can that you touch on a regular basis at home, work, or in your vehicle. Seven, the medical data numbers will dictate when the path to normalcy will begin in America. This could be two weeks, two months, or longer. And I finish with the multiple medical professionals I talk to lean towards a shorter emergency period in America rather than a longer one. Bottom line for all of us is there are precautions to take in our lives and work to be done by all. So that was, you know, probably five medical professionals. And what's interesting from the doctor we just had on from Atlanta, he echoed everything those doctors told me in the last 48 hours, on air, off air. And they all don't want to put their names out there because they don't want people to hold, because the unknown. But they all reference similar veins and themes. And that will put kids back in schools, more people in businesses, and bring back the sports we love to watch. And I do have the question, questions of the night. With the void in sports, what are you doing to fill it? And also what's something you've done in the last couple of days that because of no sports, you haven't done that in a while or maybe have never done it. You can join in, 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Huge is America's voice on sports. This is the Saturday Night Huge Show on CBS Sports Radio. Graceffo and Horowitz producing the show back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. Let's get back out to the audience in North America, Joey in New Orleans. Thanks for the wait. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Huge. How's it going this evening, dude? It's going good, Joey. How's life down in New Orleans? Well, uh, it's picking up. I mean, Thursday we had 13 confirmed uh, in the city, and uh, it's jumped up. It's jumped up to 72. Wow. But uh, you know, we just had Mardi Gras, and we had a lot of people in town. I mean, this place was packed. So. You know, it was, uh, 
quite the melting pot. You know what I mean? Would you say it's panic or hysteria or business as usual in New Orleans right now? Yeah, well, uh, as far as the paper products, uh, stuff like that, the grocery, it's panic. I mean panic. Because, Bill, down here uh, we get, you know, days warning before a hurricane, tropical storm approaches. You see things like bottled water, gasoline station lines, you know, things like that uh, increasing as the day gets closer. Man, it's it's crazy seeing these odd products leaving the line, you know? I mean, it's just, it's it's an uninformed public, Bill. You know, they've, they've known about this uh, ep- this pandemic since last year. And it reminds me a lot of 9-11. People in the know had the knowledge and didn't bother reacting, didn't even bother putting, you know, some, some uh, thinking heads around the table and let's just, you know, plan. Let's just plan. Let's, let's get something in motion so we can uh, at least give it to the public when or if it ever does appear. You know? All right, so Joey, what are you doing? What are you doing right now uh, with the shutdown in the sports world? What are you doing to fill the void down in Louisiana? Fishing. I'm back to fishing, Bill. Uh, no boat. Leave you know. Leave the boat at home. Just just going and and uh, you know by uh, bayous, uh, creeks. Just just anything to get you know my mind away from all of this craziness. Bill, that's what I was going to talk to you about, man. But I was going to put you on the spot and say, Bill, let's say you're a regular guy this weekend, not Bill, the, the sports god in Michigan. And you're going to take a couple of your kids to the uh, to Detroit, watch football game, you know, watch the Lions play. What do you think with tickets, parking, you know, uh, food and drink while you're there? What do you think uh, Bill would spring you know, for the three of y'all to enjoy an afternoon. Uh, 500 bucks. bucks. Yeah, four or 500 bucks. Okay. Let's take and and uh, rethink that money. Let's spend it in another direction. Your kids. Um, I don't know how old they are, but. They're 12, 13. The younger ones are 12, 13, and 14. Perfect. Man, perfect, Bill. Get an expression out of them you've never seen before. Take them by uh, one of the sporting goods shops. Buy them each a new uh, rod and reel. A few pieces of tackle to throw in the tackle box. You get yourself one. You know, um, talk to some of the local uh, bait shops around. Or there at the, uh, at the sporting goods. They may know of some good places because, man, this winter has been nothing like last winter. You guys had uh, snow around you measured in feet last year, and then what you got this year. So there is, you know, an abundance of places you can go and and go fishing. You know what, Um, you know, that's a great idea, Joey, and thanks for the advice out of New Orleans. Winter break, I took my kids down to Gulf Shores. I love that. Uh, Fished off the pier is awesome. Yeah, you're you, you're having to rediscover uh, things to do because when your children have no sports going on, when there's no school, when I don't have 
anything connected to the NCAA tournament, watch parties, charity events, everything is put on hold. There's just a lot of free time. And when the weather changes here and it gets, you know, into the 50s, then you, you know, you go outside. And whether it's fishing, you know, playing basketball, kicking the soccer ball around, there'll be a lot more to do. Today was cold. You really couldn't do anything outside. And I just binge-watched TV. It was easy. Zach in Dallas, listening on 105.3 FM, here on the Saturday Night Healed Show. Yeah, hey, huge. How you doing, buddy? Good, good. Uh, I just wanted to say, first off, that I commend all the, like you did, the uh, the uh, doctors and the nurses, and they're going through hell right now. Amen. And also, yeah, and also, um, I'm kind of the middleman because I work for LabCorp, and I'm taking all the specimens to get them uh, tested, so I don't feel very safe right now. So, it's- uh, how, how many, uh, so coronavirus tests, specimen containers uh how many have you personally delivered i won't i did my first one yesterday and that that was that was my very first one and honestly i don't feel that great right now i mean i kind of feel feverish not too bad but um yeah it's a scary scary ordeal so you're driving right a lab court truck right or vehicle yeah chevy equinox yeah, so are you kind of like when you have the coronavirus sample in there, are, are you freaking out a little bit? I'm freaking out a little bit. I'm just like, there's death in my back seat right now. <laughs> yeah, but that's what, you know, and, and Zach, thanks for the call in Dallas because we got to get to a, an update and the other callers online. We do have one final segment together if you want to join in, one eight five five two one two four cbs All the medical professionals, and we had the ER doc from Atlanta on earlier, it's not a death sentence. You have got to look at the data. You you have to look at those numbers. I wish the media was reporting more of this. You need to just, you can Google like I do. Google coronavirus tracker, and you'll see different options. Look at the age group. Look at the majority of pre-existing medical conditions if you're in any of those categories, yeah, then there, there's even more concern or if you have family members. But you need to look at the data, as the doctors have told me and medical professionals. Currently in America, according to the data, almost 2,900 active cases, only 10 serious or critical, 10 50 states. Doesn't mean that that it's not going to get worse. The growth here in Michigan, we didn't have any reported cases until Tuesday night. Then we went from 2 to 12, 12 to 19, 19 to 25, 8 more today, so we're at 33. I think none of them have been deemed critical yet and nobody has died of the coronavirus at this time in Michigan. So again, I I really have leaned on the doctors I know on air and off air and I'm looking at this data and it helps stabilize my mental outlook on this, not only as a radio host, but as a father. And I think you should do the same. 
and just look at the numbers, the real numbers, the real data. Not what you see on TV, not what you hear on radio, unless it's a medical professional, and not what you read on Twitter or Facebook. We do have one final segment we'll get to with the audience. one 855 cbs I'll read the tweets at Saturday Huge on Twitter. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Bill Huge Simonson. We are back live across North America. Final segment on the only show where the people have a voice. We're all about huge opinions. Yours and mine. Grisef and Horowitz are awesome. Two of the best producers in the history of radio. They need a show. I'm going to talk to the CBS higher-ups. They take my email. They respond. Graceffo and Horowitz together would be an unbelievable show. Seriously. When someone's on vacation, whenever they need fill-ins, they're talented, they're opinionated, and gosh darn it, people like them. Thank you for producing the show. If you want to join in during the final 12 minutes... 1-855-2124-CBS. That's 1-855-2124-227. As expected, a lot of conversation about the coronavirus, its impact on sports, our day-to-day lives. Where's it going? Because the last five days have been insane. Will we get to a stage like Italy and the lockdown now in Spain and France? I hope we're out in front of it. And we got hot spots in this country, but if there is a bright spot, as I look at the coronavirus map across all 50 states, New York City, Chicago, Los Angeles, Detroit, big cities in this country. I know San Francisco, Bay Area, Seattle, but the three biggest metropolitan areas that I think combined would be what? You know, 40 million people. And I'm talking these heavily populated, close quarters living areas. Shoulder to shoulder, walking the streets, to work, to the train, It hasn't exploded there, and you hope with all the safeguards we're doing on social gatherings or social distancing and mass gatherings, you just hope we're out in front of it. And really, as we discuss sports and all the stories connected to the coronavirus, what we all went through the last five days, everything that's been canceled, including March Madness, that sports are on the back burner. And I know that sounds crazy when I'm doing a show for CBS Sports Radio, but this is about humanity, mankind, not only in America, but all around the world. Let's go to Mike in Baltimore, Maryland, here on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Good evening there, Bill. How you doing, Michael? Hey, uh, I got two things. I, I, I was getting ready to start my 21st season of umpiring youth sports and, uh, at the end of this month. So that's been canceled for for whoever knows how long for. But uh, I was getting all my gear together and you know polishing my shoes and everything like that. But the the other main thing, 
that you were asking the question of what else are you filling in? Well, at, down here in the state of Maryland, um, a whole bunch of officials, sports officials, went down to Annapolis because there's only a, a little over a dozen states that have a law for assaulting uh, sports officials. So it was about 100 of us or so went down with congressmen and stuff like that to uh, get a law passed to protect sports officials out here on these ball fields for youth or high school level, whether it's a football umpire or whatever the case may be. So uh, it looks like a 90% chance that the law is going to pass, which would make that a, uh, a misdemeanor, which could be up to like five to 10 years in jail or a $2,500 fine if you put your hands on a sports official. I just wanted to see if you could get across America and your viewpoint of uh, the behaviors on, on all these kind of fields like that, just to uh, get your perspective on, on something like that. All right, Michael. Well, I appreciate the call from Baltimore, and I think all parents – Coaches, even the young players, need to take a deep breath. You know, everyone I talk to, the referee pool, the umpiring pool, a lot of people are either getting out of it, you know, high schools and the youth leagues. It's not worth the verbal abuse they take. Just step back. You know, from this coronavirus and its impact on sports, I think when... Those youth sports, high school sports, college sports, and pro sports return. We'll have we'll have a new appreciation for everything connected to the games. We will for our children, for our friends who are coaches, for ourselves as fans. We'll we'll appreciate it more. We will. We'll savor it. We'll understand. That, you know what, they're just games, but man, we missed you. Maybe your children, you hope your kids will, you know, my daughter just made a varsity soccer team as a freshman. And if they lose a season, that would stink because you only get four, you only get four shots at the high school level. My son plays club soccer, and he'll have more chances. He's 11. My other son just focuses on tackle football. He's a big kid, like 7th grader, 5'9", like 180 pounds. And his strength and conditioning at his middle school has been postponed for at least three weeks. But I hope my children, instead of just enjoying the longest spring break in history of K through 12 schools that they'll they'll miss their sports. They'll miss their teammates or coaches. There's so many different layer, layers and levels to what we're experiencing that was just quickly taken away. I mean, you think about this how quickly it was just taken away. And it had to to help slow it down and I think you see some of the impact in the numbers in this country that they're not going crazy like the the new epicenter over in Europe. But man, when the sports come back, 
will have a newfound appreciation for every single game. The athletes, the coaches, it'll be a beautiful thing. Let's go to John in South Carolina. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. How you doing, sir? First time actually calling in to CBS Sports Radio. Well, thank you for listening, and thanks for calling in. Yes, sir. I mean, with this crazy world we're in without sports, it's kind of nuts. Um, I just want to preface by saying thank you for all the medical professionals calling in, giving us their input, and um, letting us know what's going on. And, uh, yeah, and especially the guy hauling, uh, hauling samples around. Like, yeah, that's guy, that guy's a uh, he's a warrior. I got, el- I got elderly grandparents that are 77 years old. And I didn't call to talk about the coronavirus, but – I got elderly grandparents that I'm worried about, so I mean that's it, it is weird, it is real, and it's it's worth worrying about. Um, but I really called in about uh just some news that made my day. Um, um, and I don't want to name drop, but um, I got some news where uh, I racing and a bunch of NASCAR drivers, including Dale Jr. and some active drivers like Bubba Wallace, William Byron, um are getting up on the NASCAR simulator tomorrow, having a race at 3 o'clock at Atlanta Motor Speedway, where the race was canceled this week, online. And, and I will say, I've been on iRacing for uh, about nine years now, and it's very realistic. I've, I've, I actually have my NASCAR license. I raced at Myrtle Beach Speedway here locally. Um, very realistic. And um, I'm definitely tuning in tomorrow because they have drivers like Dale Jr., William Byron, Alex Bowman, Bubba Wallace, Chad Knauss is supposed to race. I think there's even an NFL lineman like Kyle Long, I think, supposed to race. Um, it's going to be entertaining. And, I mean, the longer this uh, you know, this whole thing goes on, I think even next week you might even see more active drivers going in. They might actually start doing online races just to, you know. And, and as far as all the, all the sports that are canceled, as a simulator, um, I mean, it's about the, like the you can actually simulate it online with commentation, and everything, and it's uh, it would be worth watching. Yeah, you know, John, that sounds that 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 is very interesting. And thanks for the feedback and update on NASCAR drivers broadcasting a simulator race in South Carolina. They're going to be in Atlanta. Exactly, and I don't want to name drop like you know. I'm not affiliated with any anything. I'm a member. No, of you're, you're letting me know. You're, you know, NASCAR uh-huh. NASCAR's doing something pretty cool. Thanks for the call from South Carolina, and they and had I'm to a- cancel. It, they had to cancel races, Atlanta and Homestead, and they're waiting to see what can happen. I I said this on my statewide show on Friday that these leagues with this downtime, they can use it to have incredible. Marketing, uh, whether it's NASCAR, no matter what the sport, whether it's Patrick Mahomes playing Madden, uh, whoever it is, they have the ability. Oh, exactly. This this is I, honestly this is a time where esports like online sports can shine. There's NBA Two K, the NBA exactly. players. I, you know, and buddy, I got to run, but thanks for the call, and that's some good that's stuff right. from yeah, yeah, good stuff from South Carolina. Every sport, MLB, these guys should be doing Facebook Lives on their team pages. NHL, use this downtime to connect to your fans like you've never 
did before. I don't care if you're a minor league team in Pocatello, Idaho. If you're a college team not playing this spring, do a weekly Facebook Live. You know, let, let, let the fans talk to the LSU baseball team or the Michigan baseball team. You know, you're the NFL. Have players, you know, hooking up on FaceTime and talking to fans, taking questions. Any sport, PGA Tour canceled. You know, go to your Facebook page and do Facebook Lives with the players. There is an opportunity because those players will miss it as much as the fans to have this beautiful marketing moment. And I'm talking all sports. You, you, you heard what NASCAR is doing. Simulated racers, they do it online. It's great. It's awesome. They need more of that, to be honest. NASCAR does. They need more marketing, period. They used to be the kings of marketing. Every sponsor wanted to jump in. Got too corporate. Yeah, any any sport that's canceled, any team, any level, use it as a chance to reconnect to your city, your state, or your audience. Hey, thank you, Graceffo. Thank you, Horowitz. 24-7, tweet me at Saturday Huge on Twitter. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.